0: Hey, good morning. It's uh, Tuesday morning. I hope you are doing well today, and I your Monday was a uh, was a good Monday and got your week off to a good start. As we begin our time together today on this Tuesday morning in Galatians, yesterday we started out our studying Galatians. What we're gonna what we're gonna do is we're gonna take a different, just a section of uh, of Galatians each day and, and walk through that. And um. Most most of the chapters of Galatians lay out with basically one sex, two sections per chapter. So, you know, this should take us, this, you know, Galatians has, what, um, six chapters. So we'll probably, it'll probably take us a week, week and a half, you know, almost three weeks maybe to go through Galatians. So we're going we're gonna to try this and see if we like it. And if we like it, we'll keep doing it. And then if not, we'll change to something else. But I hope you enjoy, um, this kind of focused reading of Galatians and and reading of, um, this book. It's good to, what we're doing jumping around from book to book is, is encouraging, but it's also good sometimes just to sit and read through a book together. And, um, I'm actually, actually the way we're doing this right now is the way I would do it if I was reading this just for myself. When I read a book of the Bible, I try to read a section at a time. So we read, uh, well, really technically yesterday we read two sections, um, but, um, Today we're going to look at the second, second the third section text in my, in my Bible. Um, I'm reading from my NRSV here, uh, and it lays out chapter 1 with three sections. So today we're going to be reading chapter 1, verses 11 through 24. Uh, chapter 1, 11 through 24. It's enti- my section's entitled, Paul's Vindication of His Apostleship. For I want you to know, brothers and sisters, that the gospel that was proclaimed by me is not of human origin, for, didn't, for I did not receive it from human source, nor was I taught it, but I received it through a revelation of Jesus Christ. You have heard, no doubt, of my earlier life in Judaism. I was violently persecuting the church of God and was trying to destroy it. I advanced in Judaism beyond many among my people of the same age, for I was far more zealous for the traditions of my ancestors. But when God, who had set me apart before I was born and called me through his grace, was pleased to reveal his son to me, that I might proclaim him to the Gentiles, I did not confer with any human being, nor did I go to Jerusalem to those who were already apostles before me. But I went, I went away at once to Arabia and afterwards I returned to Damascus. Then after three years, I did go up to Jerusalem to visit Cephas and stayed with him 15 days. But I did not see any other apostle except James, the Lord's brother. In what I am writing to you before God, I do not lie. Then I went to the region of, of Syria and Sicilia and I was still unknown by sight to the churches of Judea that are in Christ. They'd only heard it said, The one who formerly was persecuting us is now proclaiming the faith he once tried to destroy. It. They glorified God because of me. Okay, this is my Bible entitled this section. It says this is Paul's Vindication of His Apostleship. Let's talk about what Paul's doing right here. Um This is setting up towards a conflict we're gonna see in chapter two between Paul and in Peter, uh, and what Paul is trying to get you to understand here is that the gospel that he teaches, the gospel that he is sharing, the gospel that he is preaching from church to church, was not a gospel that was um, taught to him by the other apostles, but instead it was the say it was the gospel that was given to him by divine revelation through Jesus Christ. What Paul is trying to trying to get you to understand is that, or re- the original audience rather, what Paul is trying to get them to understand is that his apostleship is as valid as the other 12. Let's talk real quick about what an apostle is in the biblical context. Uh, The Bible has, the okay, the 12 disciples became, well, the 11 apostles, then you add in Matthias, and so that gets to 12, and Judas committed suicide. But the disciples Transformed to the apostles. The disciples were the followers of Christ. The apostles were the organizers of the church. Thus, our creed that we recite on Sundays many times is called the Apostles' Creed. Scripture speaks a lot about the faith handed to us by the apostles. The apostles were the heads of the earthly church. Well, Christ is the head of the church, but the apostles were the ones who primarily did the teaching, the organization, and led and made the decisions. They are the ones whom the church was founded upon him. I mean, like they were the, the founders, if you will, of the church in many ways. They were the organizers and the leaders and those who taught the correct faith. Okay, but what Paul wants you to understand is in the same way that Peter and John and James and others were apostles, he's an apostle, because biblically an apostle is one to whom Jesus Christ has physically appeared and gave a specific mission. So what Paul will say is that he, the vision that he had on, De- on the Damascus Road was basically that was much like Peter and Andrew following Jesus. Just as Jesus physically came to them and said, follow me and I'll make you fishers of men. In the same way Paul is saying that when Jesus came to him on the Damascus Road and when Jesus gave him this revelation, that is the same um, the, the same sending out, the same, the same ordination, if you will, the same commissioning that they had. So, in the same way that the original disciples are now apostles, Paul is letting you know that he is an apostle, and so he's saying that the the gospel that he's preaching was nothing that he was taught. But this was given to him by Jesus, and so that is one. Of the, and so within this, it's a, it's a way that you can know that you can trust the teachings of Paul, because Paul's saying, I, "I wasn't taught this by the disciples; they didn't teach this to me. The apostles did not teach this to me. This is given to me by Jesus." What we'll say then is, then look at what I'm teaching, and look at what they're teaching, and it's the same thing. That's the power of God, is that we are both teaching the same gospel. So Paul, Paul is, 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 is validating his role and his position as an apostle in the early church to let the church know, and frankly, to let us know, that we can take his teaching seriously, that we can trust in what he says, and that his word is going to have the same authority you know, that um, the other apostles would. Now, for us, this isn't as big a ju- hurdle for us to jump because we're reading the scriptures. You know, like we, we, we take Paul's word seriously because it's in the Bible. So, of course, we're not as worried about that as they were. But for the original audience, that was a big deal for Paul to validate that he was an apostle in the same way that Peter and others were an apostle. And so we're going to see Paul in a few 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 sections from now get, get in a conflict with Peter, and we're going to see how the gospel fits into this. And so what, um, well, what I think is important for us to understand too is, is when we read the story here, I think we see two things that are important. One, the power of testimony. We see Paul sharing his testimony. Hey, y'all know what happened to me. Y'all know what God's done for me. There's something something that's very important for us as Christians that we need to always be willing to and able to share our testimony about what God has done in our life when we were saved, but also what God is currently doing in our life. It's very important for us as Christians to be able to verbally uh, share what God's doing. People need to hear that. We need need it as well. One of my favorite verses is, is in Philemon. Where it says, he says, Paul writes, always be active in sharing your faith so that we're reminded of what a good thing we have in Christ Jesus. The more we tell others about Jesus and what Jesus has done for us and in us, the more we're encouraged by what Jesus has done. So Paul is sharing his faith as an encouragement to them. But frankly, it's also an encouragement to him. It encourages him by sharing what God has done in his life. And so we see that. but Then we also see in this, the concept that Paul tells us that God has been at work and in control of his life the entire time. That God has a plan. And that he says, um, he says, um, but God was, this is verse 15, but God who had set me apart before I was born, called me through his grace and was pleased to reveal his son in me. So Paul's saying God had a plan for me before I was ever born. God's at work before I was ever born. And that's um, and it's encouraging for us because sometimes maybe it's just me. Sometimes I can feel like the entire fate of the world rests on my shoulders. Like I've got to do more. Oh my gosh, it's all on me. I got to do this right or do that right or it's up to me. I've got to figure all this out. You know, maybe maybe that's just something I struggle with. I mean, you could look at my, my coffee mug says uh, says this. Um, no one cares. Work harder. That's kind of that's kind of one of my one of my mottos in life, uh, which probably probably not a healthy motto to have. Uh, but I feel like that sometimes, and it's so encouraging for me and for all of us to hear that God is at work in our life in ways that we can't see, and God is doing more in our life than we can ever anticipate, and that God has a plan for us that's bigger than our plans for us. I said it before in sermon, and I'll, I'll say it a good bit. God's plans for your life are better, than your, are better than your dreams for your life. What God has planned for you is better than anything that you could dream for you. So trust in him. Trust in him. Paul trusted. Paul understood what God was doing. And Paul did amazing things for the kingdom and amazing things for the church because of his trust in God. So that's a great encouragement for us today. God is a work in your life. God's doing great things. So trust in him. God's going to do something special and something amazing in your life today. So tell folks folks what God is doing and then um, trust in him to do exactly what you need done and to lead you exactly where you need to be. He's got a great plan. Hey, love you guys. Praying for you. Have a great Tuesday. We'll see you tomorrow for our Wednesday morning. Bible study. See you then.